Welcome to the Intuitive Therapist Podcast with Janice R. Cohen, therapist, clairvoyant, empath, and medium. Listen in as she takes a no-nonsense deep dive into real human struggles and how to resolve them. Janice will share channeled information from her spirit guide team, as well as the angels and archangels, to help you master your emotional, physical, financial, and spiritual destiny. And now, Janice R. Cohen. Hey, y'all. This is Janice Cohen, the intuitive therapist here on the Intuitive Therapist Podcast. If I were to ask people how comfortable they are speaking their truth, most would say very comfortable. They're like, yeah, I have no problem doing that. But are you really that comfortable? If I were to ask people how comfortable they are hearing the truth from others, most would have some sort of condition attached to it. You'd say you were fine with it, but you're like, only if, right? Like, as long as the person wasn't mean when they said it, or as long as it was constructive feedback, or as long as I could trust that they have good intentions when they say it, things like that. I bring these two questions up, how comfortable you are speaking your truth and how comfortable are you hearing the truth, because they're really important. And they're really good markers that signify how emotionally mature you are, as well as how comfortable in your skin you are. Truth is, at least how I see it, y'all, and I tend to share my truth how I see it, uh, in hopes that it might align with the way you see things, is that most people tend not to speak their truth for one reason or another. Either they don't know how to adequately adequately express themselves, or they don't give themselves permission to feel safe enough to assert themselves like that. I know it's been a challenge for me in many aspects of my life in the past, so I am no stranger to being challenged in certain times to speak up uh, on behalf of myself. And in part, that was due to my upbringing, and I was I was conditioned. We, all parents condition their children in some way. So I'm not talking about cult-like conditioning. I'm talking about just normal, uh, nurturing, raising children. Uh, but I was conditioned uh, to show respect, which is great, um, to not cause trouble. <laughs> that was specifically for me because I get in trouble a lot and not be openly defiant, right? Um so that kind of developed into a people-pleasing part of me um, that I would use um, to, to kind of cope so that I could be accepted by other people. And, and that's kind of as I grew as I grew up. So I don't know if any of this resonates with you, but if it does, then cool. So if I look back at how withholding my uh, truth impacted me all those years that I did that, I would say that I kind of suffered for it. I mean, for me, the idea of speaking my truth in many circumstances meant that I'd have to forfeit someone or something that I wanted. I had to let it go because it didn't align with what I truly knew was right for me and that I'd be penalized somehow for speaking my mind. Either somebody would reject me, um, they'd get angry at me, uh, or again, I would lose something. It felt like a, a lose-lose situation and that it would somehow mean that I didn't have compassion for the other person. Isn't that weird? 
strange. Anyway, in my mind, I always had a lot to say, but in reality, I would often get in trouble for blurting things out or speaking up. A uh, big part of that was that, yes, I am impulsive in terms of, well, this was especially younger, um, and some people would classify it as ADD. Um, now that I kind of look back on my life, I'm like, you know, that was that was a very empathic part of me that just said what was on my heart, um, but oftentimes, I would say what was on my heart to authority figures and that would that would get me in trouble anyway so i learned over the years to develop a filter and to be much more strategic about what i said and who i said it to because of this kind of people pleasing thing or this this fear of uh losing right? And it's only been in the past decade that I have found my voice and have felt confident enough to risk all those kind of fears uh, of losing, risk rejection, so to speak, right? So truth is that intention is everything when you share your thoughts with somebody uh, or about something. If your true intention is malicious, and you, your intention is to be mean-spirited and hurtful, spiteful, well, then there's a high likelihood that it will not be received well, right? And that even though people can misinterpret the spoken word often, the likelihood that your truth, if spoken with malice, will be wildly exaggerated and distorted on top of the negativity that you deliver it with. You can't stop how someone takes what you say. That's just the truth. Or how they perceive your words. We all filter everything through the filters of our own lives and perceptions. And we have no influence over what someone will do with what you say, right? You, you just don't. It's impossible. No matter how well-intentioned you are, people are going to filter through, perceive, and, and digest the words you say based on the way they chew, the way they digest it. Make sense? And none of that really is your problem, uh, but most people don't know that. Right. So if you're malicious and you're uh, sharing information, that's your problem. Check yourself. Don't share it if you need to be mean. But if you're not, and if a person takes it in a distorted, toxic, weird way, that's their problem. So when you experience somebody's wrath because of something you said, well, it might make you think twice about speaking up. And most people speak partial truths anyway. This is just, you know, and white lies are often necessary, though, like, I don't know anybody who doesn't use a why lie to spare somebody's feelings. We've all done that. Uh, girlfriends do it all the time. Does my hair look good? Oh, looks amazing when it kind of really looks like shit. Or does my dress make me look fat? Oh my God, girl, your waist looks so thin. Yeah, not true, right? And I'm not talking women to women just with their appearance, but that that's where it often happens a lot with us. Um, but Y'all know, everybody tells white lies, and we do it because it, they, we have a good intention. We don't want to hurt somebody. But to what extent do you do that? And to what extent has not sharing your full opinion impacted 
you and others over time. I'm at a point in my life, in all honesty, where I'm extremely comfortable speaking my piece and saying things that are polarizing. I don't have a problem with it. Um, and I can just stand there and say what I need to say because it's truth for me. And the only intention that I say it with is to align with the truth of who I am. And I've allowed myself to grow into myself that way. Um, and I and I know for sure that that I would say 99% of the time that I speak my truth, it's just true for me. There's no malice behind it. It's pretty neutral. It's like, nope, this is what I believe. And I'm not attached to whether or not somebody else believes it. Look, I'm well aware that people bring their stuff to a conversation and that they filter everything through their personal lens and that I can do nothing about what they do with what I say. However, I can control the intention within which I share the information. I do my best to check myself when I speak openly and honestly with somebody. I test water sometimes too. If somebody's new to me, then I test the waters to see if they really want to hear my truth. And if, and if they're really looking for the feedback and if they become a certain way, like defensive or quiet or, or bothered or hurt, then I need to use kid gloves from that point forward. And you know what? I'm really okay adjusting my approach. This brings me to the trigger part the other most important part of today's message. I've learned over the years that when a person has a challenge accepting someone else's truth, that there is something inside the person on the receiving end that needs nurturing and cleaning up. Given a person's life experiences, you can get triggered by almost anything. A, a look that gets misinterpreted as a slight when it's not. A tone of voice that gets misinterpreted as something negative when it's not. Or a particular word that gets misinterpreted as a negative judgment instead of feedback when it's not a negative judgment. We all trip up over ourselves in times like these. We've all screwed up. We've all done it. Filtered imperfectly. Our life experiences are the foundation upon which we form our model of the world, and our emotions are connected to those experiences. And those emotions that are connected to those experiences, right, we attach meaning to those experiences based on what we feel, right? And we attach meaning uh, when we assign a label based on what we've experienced, right? And it determines how we give and receive information. It really is a whole process, okay? So we have a model of the world, and then we have the emotions that underlie our model of the world. We have our thoughts, beliefs, emotions, right? So if we are believing certain things, that means we have certain thoughts that reinforce those beliefs, and those thoughts and beliefs allow us to feel a certain way about our world and the people in it. Does this make sense? If you find that you become triggered by what somebody says, I want you to take a look at yourself, not the person. In my previous episode about lessons and disappointments, 
I spoke about the people in our lives being the vehicles and the messengers for us and that they show up for us to teach us what we need to learn. That's all people and things are. But it's really hard to discern that when you are so personally affected by people and experiences, isn't it? Sometimes we need people to be assholes, period, so that we look at the hidden truth of what they're saying. I don't know, have you ever experienced this where somebody will just say something so bluntly and you're like, oh my God, like WTF, what a bitch, what an asshole. I can't believe you said that to me. And then there's a part of you that's like, well, there is some truth to what he said. You may not have liked how the how she or he delivered it, but trust me, you would not get pissed off or offended if there wasn't some residue of truth in what the person said. And that is a God's honest truth. Sometimes people need to be really callous to get our attention to deal with repressed emotions that we've yet to deal with. It's just true. Remember, they're the vehicles and the messengers. It's our job to understand the finer truths in what they're saying. Sure, you can call them all sorts of names because they said shit that you didn't like, and there may be some truth to the fact that they're hurt individuals, right? You know, they're saying hurt individuals hurt individuals. They can be manipulative and mean because they are... Um, they are in their own fight kind of for their life. They're like a, a, a person who's being pinned against the wall. At least that's how they live their life. But the truth is God doesn't put those people in our path for no reason. It's not like uh, God's like, well, I think Janice needs to be uh, uh, beaten up today. And I think she needs to be told blah, 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 uh, because she's, she just needs to feel hurt today. No, that's not how the universe works. There's a reason for, for pretty much everything. And just hear what I said, pretty much everything. I remember about 15 years ago, I was talking with a coworker about something that I was struggling with personally. It was a female. And I was just kind of sharing where I was at the point. I was kind of maybe feeling sad that certain things weren't going on in my life. And you know what she just blurted out? She says, well, maybe you're the problem. And I was like, I, I just, I was stunned. I was stunned at how, how brutally blunt she was. And I looked at her, I go, okay. And she just walked away. And I thought, what a bitch. But even though I was taken aback, and I just opened my heart to her, I was feeling really vulnerable. And I, like I said, I quickly reacted. I kind of pulled back and I made a judgment call never to expose my real feelings to this person again. And I know that was a smart call, even though what she said was true. Okay. And she's still blunt and insensitive. Um, and maybe that's her karmic lesson to learn. Uh, but not my monkey, not my circus, right? But I look back at the time. And what I was sharing with her, and like I said, she had a point. What I was struggling with didn't belong to anybody else but me. 
it was my problem. I just didn't know how to find a way to not have it be a problem. That was what my problem was. I didn't know how to not make it a problem. So she wasn't wrong. I was totally triggered by her though. And because I wasn't in a place to receive the blunt truth, in other words, I wasn't talking to her to seek the truth. I was talking to her to just to complain more and to feel sorry for myself. And as a result, because of my lack of prep, I became hurt. And I even went into sadness because I felt like she offered me no fucking compassion. It was like, really? Yeah, really. Maybe that wasn't her role in that moment for me. And I can look back and say that really was not her role. Basically, she had to slap me on my face to say, you know what? Quit, quit moaning. Look within. I needed a kick in my ass, in all honesty, to be jolted awake to how I was viewing, viewing my own personal struggle. So you see, if you're triggered by something someone says, see if you can ask yourself this question with love. Is there a degree of truth in what they just said? It is a pivotal question. Is there a degree of truth in what they just said? And the answer is going to be yes. If you're, if you're, you have any kind of reaction, the answer is yes. I'm just kind of giving you a rhetorical question and the answer. And if there is, look within. What is it? What's the answer? And what can you do to resolve it? I always encourage people to check their intentions before they blurt out or say something or share their feedback or opinion. But even the best of us, we don't always do that. We're freaking human, right? We are flawed. But we can certainly work on it, right? Just because you're certain of your opinion doesn't mean it needs to be said so boldly as often as you might say it, right? Maybe... The truth can be said with a little bit more kindness and compassion. Maybe you can look at your true intention when you say the harsh things or speak that polarizing truth. Why why is why are you saying it that way? What's your what are you trying to prove? Are you doing it to truly be helpful to somebody? Are you doing it to be right or appear smart? Or are you acting arrogantly or ego driven? Do you need to be seen as somebody significant? Or are you doing it to be supportive with a positive, good intention? Regardless of the side of the fence you're on in a conversation, whether you're on the receiving end or, on, or the giver of the information, please just be mindful. Not everybody is ready to receive the blunt, honest truth. And not everybody is going to take what you say in the way that you intend it to be taken. Distortion happens all the time. On the other hand, don't deny yourself the chance and the opportunity to be of service and assert yourself on your own behalf and even on other people's behalf. It's so important to give yourself permission to speak your truth, right? And it's so important to pick and choose how you show up in different circumstances and it's most important to be able to read the room when you share. I do feel like if you choose to withhold your opinion, it doesn't mean you're denying who you are. It just means you're being 
smart enough to know when your opinion has the right place to drop and when it, it won't drop very well. So at this point in my life, I can, for the most part, speak directly with people and I can do it in a way that my good intention shines through. I'm aware that when I come from a place of neutrality, there's not a bite to my tone. But if I have an ax to grind, if I have a point to make, if I need to be right, then my tone carries a different energy with it. I screw up at times. I'm human, right? And I can be blunt and cutting just like every single one of you who's listening. We all have that part of us. But I know what it feels like to be on the receiving end of hurtful words and insensitivity more than you could possibly know. So I happen to be extra aware of how I share my truths with people. And in most cases, I'm totally comfortable saying polarizing things like I talked about and letting other people squirm. I've learned to do that in my work. Pause. Let people really feel moments so that they end up speaking up on behalf of those moments. I don't say things to make people squirm, but if my truth makes other people uncomfortable, that doesn't belong to me, and I'm okay standing in the discomfort with them. I don't feel like I have anything to prove. But like I said, if they squirm, then they need to deal with the trigger that they're experiencing. As long as I'm clear on my attention when I say what I say, and that I know that is my truth, I'm good. How good are you with your truth? How good are you with receiving other people's truths? Two really good questions to ask yourself. And if you feel like you fall short on either department, then I suggest you look at past and present experiences, notice the feelings that have surfaced for you, and go find ways to settle them within yourself. Get right with yourself, and you won't struggle anymore with people who tell you their truths. Remember, God sends us messengers so that we can learn. Don't shortchange the messenger and don't shoot them. Rather, look at them for the underlying trigger, right? Look for the underlying trigger. Identify what feels threatening to you and the do some inner work to resolve it because it all does come down to you. My friend was right. It's all you. Once you do, then you won't require additional messengers to show up and deliver those messengers messages. I wish you a lovely day, a blessed week, and as always, live intuitively. Thanks for listening to The Intuitive Therapist. If you like what you heard, the best compliment you can give us is to share this podcast with a friend. And be sure to give us some stars and a favorable review at Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen in.